Blog Talk Radio. Hello and welcome to Good House 1968. This is Brother White speaking. What I do is read and interpret from the Hebrew Bible. It's the Tanakh. And uh, I'm going to open the show with this. Who do you look up to? Your youth leader, the lead singer of your favorite band. We usually admire heroes, heroines, those rare individuals who seem to, to do extraordinary things. But the problem is they all seem to fall off the pedestal we put them on. That's the way it is with any human being. All of us make mistakes, but somehow we expect our heroes to be bigger than life, to be perfect, in fact. David was the essence of of a hero, strong, brave, handsome, forceful, and committed. He was on the top of the world. He was king. His enemies were defeated, and the people loved him. But David was human, too. At the height of his success, he blew it and tried to cover up one wrong with another. And another. With most, and that's Second Samuel's chapter 11 through 12. With most modern celebrities, that would be the end of the story. But with David, there was more to the story. Recognizing his wrongdoings, he turned back to God and led the nation God's way. His comeback complete, he again proved himself to be a man of God's own heart. Thinks David's life is cool enough to pattern your life after. Yeah, he had it all, or seemed to, but the most important thing that he had was his desire to make things right with God. That's one characteristic worth imitating. So we see here the instance with David of where the Creator had his whole house spread out to the children of Israel where they they had sexual relations with the women because of David's wrongdoing. That was the anger of the Creator. But we see that David corrected his path by repenting and going back to the Creator under his forgiveness and his wing. So this is what we want to do is be repentful, and we want to remember that God is our deliverer and salvation, and there, regardless of what pedestal we sit on before man, it means nothing to the Creator because He's the one that put us there in the first place. Okay, we're at in our Bible reading. Uh, let me. We're at for Midmar or Numbers chapter thirty-one. And it goes to say, Adonah said to Moshe, on behalf of the people of Israel, take vengeance on the Midianim. After that, you will be gathered to your people. Moshe said to the people, equip men from among yourselves for war. They are to go and fight Midian in order to carry out goods, vengeance on Midian. You are to send the war a thousand men from every one of Israel's tribes. So 12,000 altogether. 
were mustered for war. Moshe sent them a thousand from each tribe to the war. He sent them and Pichar, the son of Elassah, the Kohan, to the war, where the holy utensils and the trumpets were sounding the alarm in his care. They fought against Midian as Adonai had ordered Moshe and killed every male. They killed the kings of Midian along with the others who were slain. Evi reckoned to Zar, Har, and Rivai, the five kings of Midian. They also killed Balaam, the son of Beor, with the sword. The people of Israel took captive the women of Midian. and their little ones, and they took a, a, as booty all their cattle, flocks, and other goods. They set fire to all their cities in the areas where they lived, and all their camps. They took all the booty, all the people and animals they had captured, and brought Israel in the camp of the plains of Moab by the yard and across from Jericho. Moshe, Elijah, the Kohan, and all the community leaders went to meet them outside the camp. But Moshe was angry with the army officers, the commanders of thousands and commanders of hundreds, coming in from the battlefield. Moshe asked them, You let the women live. Why? These are the ones who, because of Balaam's advice, caused the people of Israel to rebel, breaking faith from a Adonai and pure incident, so that the plague broke out among the among God's community. Now kill every male among the little ones and kill every woman who has ever slept with a man. But the young girls who have never slept with a man keep alive for yourselves. Pitch your tents outside the camp for seven days. Whoever has killed a person or touched a corpse of someone slain, purify yourselves on the third and seven days you and your captives. Also purify every garment, whether of skin or goat's hair, and everything made of wood. Wood. Elijah the Kohan said to the soldiers who had gone to the front, This is the regulation from the Torah which good has ordered Moshe. Even though gold, silver, brass, iron, tin, and lead can always stand fire, so that you are indeed to purify everything made of these materials by having them pass through fire. Nevertheless, they must also be purified with the water from purification. Everything that can't withstand fire, you are to have go through the water. On the seventh day, you are to wash your clothes and you will be clean. After that, you may enter the camp. Good said to Moshe, Take all the booty, both people and animals, you, Elisar, the Kohan, and the leaders of the clans in the community, and divide the booty into two parts, half for your experienced soldiers who went out to battle and half for the rest of the community. From the portion of the soldiers who went out to battle, levy a tax for good consisting of one Five hundred of the persons, cattle, donkeys, and sheep. Take it from their half and give it to Elisha the Kohan as a portion set apart for good. From the half that goes to the people of Israel, you are to take one fifth, 
fiftieth of the Persians, and of the cattle, donkey, sheep, that is, of all livestock, and give them to the Levium, taking care of the tabernacle of good. Moshe and Elijah the Kohan did as good had ordered Moshe. The booty over and above the portion which the soldiers took came to 775,000 sheep, 72,000 cattle, 61,000 donkeys, and 32,000 persons in all, consisting of women who had never slept with a man. The half which the portion of the soldiers who went out to fight numbered 337,500 sheep, of which a good con. Good's tribute was 675, 36,000 cattle, which good tribute was 72, 30,500 donkeys, of which good's tribute was one was 61, and 16,000 persons, of whom good's tribute was 52 persons. Moshe gave the tribute set apart for good to Elisha the Kohan, as good had ordered Moshe. From the half that went to the people of Israel, which Moses separated from that of the men who had gone to fight. Now the community half consisted of 337,500 sheep, 36,000 cattle, 30,500 donkeys, and 16,000 persons. From the people of Israel's half, Moshe took one-fiftieth of the persons and animals and gave them to the Levium. Taking care of the tabernacle as good as good had ordered Moshe. The officers in charge of the thousands who fought, the commander of thousands, commanders of hundreds, approached Moshe and said to him, Your servants have counted all the soldiers under our command, and not one of us is missing. We have brought an offering for good what every man has obtained in the way of gold, jewelry, armlets, bracelets, signet rings, earrings, and belts to make atonement for ourselves before good. Moshe and Elijah the Kohan accepted their gold, all their jewelry. All the gold in this gift which the commanders of thousands and the commanders of hundreds set apart for good weighed 420 pounds. For the soldiers had taken booty, every man for himself. Moshe and Elijah the Kohan took the gold from the commander of thousands and of hundreds and brought it into the tent of meeting as a reminder for the people of Israel before good. So we see here that they are required to do something that we, even we today may be required to do upon Armageddon Day, which is they were required to fight. And they didn't cower down. They did as good had ordered them. They did as Yud Ha Vav Ha had ordered, or Danai. And they didn't, uh, but yet they did break one commandment. They didn't kill the women, but Moses gave another order, and they carried that out. They took the women that hadn't slept with a man for themselves as well as the booty. All right, that is my ministries for today. And I'm going to say a prayer, and I'll be leaving you. 
I hope you had a wonderful Thanksgiving holiday, and I hope you didn't have troubles or any burdens over the holidays. But if you did, remember to turn to good, and good will see you through it. Good, I petition you that you open the hearts of the brothers and sisters who are listening to me. Enable them to be able to take in this knowledge and apply it to their lives, their daily lives, and to be able to react to it in the way that they need to, to be able to share it in the way that they need to, to be able to do your commands and your will as you ask. And I pray this in the name of Yeshua. Amen.